All right. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal Lassie's uh, takeaways. Take I don't have one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Should I give All him right. credit? Should I not? Uh, you can give. I mean, I think you can claim it, and then maybe if you want to give him credit later, you can. Welcome to the FL FFL podcast, episode five. It's your co-host Will Myers and your host Matthew Honeycutt. Will, how's it going? It's going great. I'm three and one. Doesn't get oh, and I'm number one in the standings. It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, points four too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm I'm up by twenty in points four Man. over the second place team. But. You you had a it's rough. Nineteen, but you had a rough end of the week, though. Yeah, I did lose Javante Williams for the season. Um, honestly, if there's a position I could have lost a player, this was it because I still have Nick Chubb and Christian McCaffrey. And DK Metcalf is kind of coming along, so I, I think I might be okay. But I do think my chances of winning the league took a pretty big hit. Uh, mm-hmm. This week, so I mean, because you were pretty stacked besides the wide receiver two spot, and then that was starting to get figured out until this injury. So yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk more about injuries later. But I just it, it's it stinks when you're like, man, I'm having a promising season, and all of a sudden, major injury. Yeah, no, it's it's not over for me because I do have Michael Thomas, Curtis Samuel, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett, and and none of those guys other than Michael Thomas, if he's healthy, can really be a star, I think. But the rest have the potential to be, like, really solid. And when you have Lamar, McCaffrey, Chubb, and Michael Thomas, hopefully that's enough. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Man, it's it's just been two back-to-back rough weeks for me, Saturday yes. and Sunday, both. Two oh, what happened this Saturday? Well, um, we no one really expected we were going to win the game. No, but of course not. We had a we played the best third quarter we played all year, but the other three quarters we didn't show up. So <laughs> when you got games, the pick on the first drive, we're speaking of the Arkansas Alabama game, by the way. When you yes. got the pick on the first Bama drive, I was like, oh, here we and go. And then Bryce Young got hurt, which you know you never root for an injury, but you know uh-huh. it affects the game. I was like, maybe they have a shot. And, and then we stormed back really in the third quarter. Yeah, but like, I mean, did you see the yes. onside kick though? That was pretty cool. No, I missed that. I missed that. Oh, it was pretty. I cool. saw a highlight later, but I missed it a lot. Yeah, so fantasy, it just hasn't. I, my team, I can't get it all together. Like, I have an injury here, and they're out for a week, and then I just can't get all my players in the lineup at the same time. And I've tried to make. I don't deals know and if trades. it would have really made an uh, impact, especially this past week. Well, I mean, if I'd have played Dobbins, that'd have really helped. But twenty points on my bench. Yeah, Anyways. you lost by fifty. So yes, I'm, what I'm saying is, I got to put it all together. I, I had the number one pick. The number one player is not playing up to par. Yeah, he stinks. He's he's really bad. Jonathan Taylor, you stink. Which I'll hit on this later. There's a player now that I'm going back, and I'm like, I should have taken this player. There, no doubt in my mind, I should have taken it. And now. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yes, Cooper Cup. Yeah, it's hard hard <clears throat> to hard to argue with them. 
But let's dive into some takeaways from week four. Um, Will, you go ahead. Start us yeah, this is, this is my takeaway. This I came up with this myself. Uh, my takeaway is what's interesting is the number one running back in fantasy football is Nick Chubb. He's yes. averaging just over 22 points per game. <clears throat> if I set the over of adding two points in PPR versus not PPR, meaning he got like a reception for 10 yards, would you believe that that was the number was under the amount of points he's adding? Because it is. It's at 1.5. Nick Chubb is only adding 1.5 points per game in PPR versus non-PPR scoring. And he's which, still number one. And he's still number one in a, in a PPR league, which is a full – this isn't a half-point PPR. This is a full-point PPR league, and he's still number one. That is just a testament to how good this guy is on the ground and how – and we, we kind of hit on this last week, Honeycutt, with, between, like, the difference between Cleveland's backfield and – uh, Green Bay's, I think it's this, is that Nick Chubb can get zero receptions a game and score 20 points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's all you need. So he, he's been super impressive this season. Um, and he was my third-round pick, which is kind of insane that he yeah. was a third-round pick. But Well, the reason um, he slipped is because of this, is because people thought yeah. he didn't he didn't have the air yards or didn't have the, the receptions, and it's it's not really hurting him, which is crazy. We'll see. We'll see if it plays out this way. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's going to drop to like 15th on the running back list. But to stay at one without really having any value through the air is going to be really difficult. So we'll see. We'll see if that moves on. And and by the way, that fun fact is actually crazy. John Lassen, so. Yeah, and I think for him, it's probably all going to depend on how many times does he get in the end zone. Yeah. Because that's going to really help. Yeah. And it's difficult for me to agree with that statement, as you said it, all depend on, I think, I don't know. He's so good on the ground. Like, he could get 18 points a game on the ground. I mean, you know, 150 Mm -hmm. yards, and he gets a ton of touches. It's just, he's really good. So, anyways, that's my takeaway. Yeah, cool. Well, my takeaway, I'm going to throw a little player comparison out there. Player A, player B, I want you to give me a guess on what you think it is. So these two players are on the same team, wide receivers. Player A has 20 receptions, 315 yards, two TDs, 64.5 points, and 28 targets, which is crazy, 20 to 28 targets there. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty good. Player, player B has 25 receptions, 293 yards, two TDs, 65.5 points, and 41 targets. Who are these players? Can you give me AFC or NFC? Um, we deb- I'll give you this. We debated these two players specifically. We debated these players specifically when? What are you talking about? On our podcast, there was a big debate about which one to pick. take. Well, wh- yeah, which will be in the top five. This is DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. No, that's a good guess. No. I, I don't know. I, I'm not AFC or NFC. Give me AFC or NFC. Uh, NFC. NFC. And not the Seahawks. Oh, I, I think I'm now thinking, is it NFC? No, they may be AFC. Oh, my gosh. You don't know the divisions? That's terrible. Um, 
I can't remember. I, I, would, I, I think I think Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, but I, I think that the fantasy points are way too low for those two. Like they've had more mm-hmm. than they've had more yep. than sixty-five points by quite a bit. So these are going to be kind of like maybe top fifteen. One of them is an LSU Tiger. Is this Jamar Chase and T Higgins? Yes, dude, that's AFC. Come on, Anyways. AFC. And let me guess, T Higgins has sixty-five point five, and Jamar Chase has sixty-four point five. No, reverse. Other way around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I just think it's so interesting, man. He has capitalized on his targets. Yeah. Yeah. He really, yeah, that's that's for sure. And so. he has more yards and they have the same amount of TDs. So I think that's gonna be a battle. We'll see. They just I would say that the Bengals offense has disappointed so far. They're yeah. gonna be this high octane offense, hasn't really materialized yet. We'll see. I expect Jamar Chase will pick it up. Um I, but, and, and I think the better Higgins performs, the more likely it is should Chase picks it up. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I get what you're saying. I, I think I agree. I don't think they've been as good as a lot of people hope for. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, those were two. Jamar Chase was a first round draft pick. Higgins was up there as far as receiver. I can't remember where, but I mean, both expected to be big time receivers, and they're falling. They're probably I don't know exactly what their rank is. I think they're like mid-tier. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in just a second. Wide receiver twos, maybe. Is where they're panning out. So right Chase, now. Chase is twelve. Higgins is fourteen. Yeah, I mean, so they're they're both in the top fifteen. Yeah. And and that was our argument with Higgins was was he going to make? Did we say top ten or top fifteen? I I don't know if anybody argued Higgins as a top ten guy. I think it was top. 15, though, I think it's Maybe. realistic. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, but, but, we'll see. But I think I think I might have said – we'll have to check the tape. I think I might have said, yeah, Higgins could be top 15, but I think Chase is going to be clearly better, which he's not been so far. But what's interesting is, like, I thought if Higgins was going to be in the top 15, Chase is going to be in the top three. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is, no, not, yeah. That is not playing out that way at all. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, and then the other one, this is just kind of a, a crazy tidbit here. Um, who is leading the league in rushing TDs right now? Is it Lamar Jackson? Um, I didn't check that one. He, he could okay. be as a quarterback. I didn't necessarily check it on that. He maybe just say RB. Who is the, who is the leading RB? In rushing TDs, I, I have no idea. Is it Cordell Patterson? That's my guess. No, good guess. He went on the IR. Bummer for him. Um, no, this is Jamal Williams. Oh dang! Yeah, he did have a good week last week. So. Yeah, he's had two TDs in I think three straight games. Yeah, two TDs, two TDs, crazy. two TDs. And so um, last year he had that awesome start, but it was yeah. only I think it was only like the first two weeks of the season. And this year he's spanned it out to the first four, so we'll see. Um, and Swift is out for probably a few more games, and so he's going to get a chance to show is can he lead. The he's backfield. a good player. I mean, he was a good player in Green Bay. He was. I mean, they used Aaron Jones more than Williams, but whenever he played, he was he was a decent player. Just didn't get a ton of opportunities. So seems like he's yeah. found a really good spot in Denver, or I'm sorry, Detroit. You know, yeah, and I mean, another question along that same lines are: Are the Detroit Lions for real? 
they're putting up some numbers on offense. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. I think they are. I mean, Jared Goff had, had a yeah. good game. They, and they're pretty talented. Like, Goff, you know, obviously he was pretty good. with the, I mean, he took the Rams to the Super Bowl, and then he definitely fizzled out a little bit there. But this is kind of a resurgence for him. Jamal Williams and, and DeAndre Swift are, are pretty good players. And Amon Ross St. Brown is really good. I think, you know, supporting receivers, guys like DJ Chark or whatever, are pretty solid, like, depth receivers for this team. They've got some t- They've got some talent. And they still have uh, uh, the rookie – that's coming back. He should be back in the next two weeks, mm-hmm. which I got him stashed on my team. I'm excited about that. There you go. Um, yeah, and the crazy thing was last week when Goff had his best week, uh, St. Brown was out, Swift was yeah. out, and I think another receiver is out. So Yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, nuts. So those are the takeaways. Um, do we want to dive into the power rankings, or yeah, do we want to talk some injuries? Uh, you got What do you got on the injury front? I mean, I was just going to talk about we had a wave of major injuries happening. Yeah, there were quite a last few last week. Um, but let's let's do power rankings first. Cool. We'll start there. All right, so us- I, I'm sticking with the tier format. I think it's I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. So um, we'll go 12 to one again. Uh, tier four, Omar. And you might be thinking to yourself, why? He had a big week though. He had a huge week. Thank you, Honeycutt. Yes, he had a huge week. But he just traded away the following three players. Oh, he man. just traded away. Too good. This is too good. <laughs> this is too good. Devin Singletary, Austin Eckler, and TJ Hawkinson. So let's go through combined, how many. Week, how many combined those... last week. How many points did they have together? So, the three of them. So Devin Singletary scored 11.6, which is fine. Austin Eckler scored 34.9, and TJ Hawkinson scored 40.9. They scored literally 85 points for this team between oh three players. <laughs> so, yeah, he just traded away all those guys, and who he got back for in return was Jared Goff, who's good and had a good and had a good week, but then Jeff Wilson Jr. and George Kittle. He just loves the 49ers, I guess. <sighs> But he still has Mike Evans, so you know we're, we're all who good. had a good week. Who he had, had a great a week. week. Mike looked, Evans, watch. He had a good. He week. looked. He looked really, really good. So, um, yeah, solid, solid performance from Evans. But yeah, Omar traded away basically, you know, a third of his points, over a third of his points, uh, and now doesn't have those players anymore, and replaced them with. Yeah. You know, Jeff Wilson Jr., Jared Goff. And obviously, he needed a quarterback. That's why he did the deal. But it's just funny how it played out. So, yeah. uh, next. And this, and I'll say, this is probably the first time I have not had any pity. Before, I've had a little bit of pity. And I was a little bit of like, meh, maybe I'll veto this one. Nope. I was like, uphold. Why? He, he's done He's done <laughs> this too many times. <laughs> he deserves you're, you're, it. Yeah, leaving him to his uh, his vices there. Yeah, I mean, he's making bad trades, and it's his turn to just have to feel for it. Yeah. Feel the pain. Anyway. So, next, this is the start of Tier 3. Uh, gangsters, uh, thank you, gangsters, for not starting Allen Robinson. He's not good. Uh, they actually had a decent week. They scored, you know, 121 points, which for this team's great. They didn't get a win there. James Robinson really came up short. If James Robinson scores how much he typically does, they would win. Um, but, you know, Jarvis Lane just scoring 
Kyle Pitts getting three and a half, James Robinson getting 2.9. That Those are all tough pills to swallow. It's like three players under five points. That's that's not good. So uh, Gangsta's uh, number 10, Joe's. Uh, they got a really good week from uh, Rashad Penny. A really good week from Rashad Penny. I'm not counting on that to happen. He got 30 points. So, you know, they probably would have scored 100 on a normal week. So I'm not counting on that. They're, they're 10th. Number ninth and the last team in tier three is Daddy Kyle, who he kind of, he would have gotten a win this week if he would have started anybody other than Alvin Kamara, who uh, yeah. was was hurt. Now, he didn't have another running back on his roster to play because DeAndre Swift's on his bench. Elijah Mitchell's on the IR. Now, he could have moved Khalil Herbert up and then yeah. fl- uh, put in Thielen or Chris Olaf. Done, and he would have won. So, uh, bummer. But those 830 London games, you know, you got you to gotta pay attention to them. So, just – FYI, there's another one this week, so just be prepared. Yeah, Packers and I can't remember who the other team is. Packers. Uh, look, Packers and Giants. It's the Giants. Yeah, that's right. Uh, next is tier two. Uh, Flexes is eighth in the Packers. Um, Hollywood Brown's the best player on this team. He's well, he's he just he just traded numbers, him away. He just traded him away, which is which is a shame because yeah. He's the best player on the team. Um, so, bummer for flexes. Number seven, uh, Matty Ice. This is this is a problem. Problem on your hands, my friend. Jonathan Taylor is... It's not that good. Again, he's a good player, just from a fantasy perspective. Not really performing. And you got Dobbins on your bench. He looked pretty good. Other than that... You're struggling. This is a this is um this is as close to a classic example of losing the league with your first round pick. So could be, could be, and then you know what? You're not the only one. There are probably thousands, maybe millions of people in the country who did the exact same thing as you and are fighting this battle. So mm-hmm. yeah, what a battle it's, it is, man. It's <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. So next, uh, at six, we have Funky Town Fellows, uh, Mike Williams' boom week. He scored 20 points. I call honestly, that. Honestly, I think if, if Williams scores 20 or more, this team wins. If they score less than 20, this team loses. I think that's happened every time so far. Um, well, but they did just – with that trade with flexes, they just round, their roster is solid, and they have a mm-hmm. deep bench. Yes. If you look yeah. at the RBs on his bench, he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. So this team look for this team to maybe move up a few mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. Um, next is Birdman. Just just a tough week. Uh, you know, Josh Allen and Joe Mixon were good. Um, Zach Ertz was was really good, and then everyone else was just kind of average. You know, Garrett Wilson was not like he has been the last several weeks. Stephon Diggs only gets you ten points. Zeke's not good. You know. Tough, tough week. I still like the whole betting on the Bills thing, so we'll see how that actually plays out moving forward. Um, number and that's the end of tier two, by the way. Flexus, Matty Ice, Funky Town, and Birdman, all tier two. Tier one, we have a couple teams leap into tier one this week. So first, we'll start with number four, Willingham Falcons. Um, probably if if this if these rankings were only backward looking, this team would be number one. 
Yeah, um, I was about to losing, say they're only number four. Yeah, losing Javante Williams, I think, is yeah. It it not it, it does a couple things. It not only hurts this team from a uh, depth perspective and well, starting lineup perspective, but like just a depth perspective. It also creates some confusion at wide receiver as to who this team should play each week. So look for this team to maybe try to figure that out and uh, improve at the wide receiver position. So um, number three, this team leaped into tier one. And I mentioned this, that they, they might they might leap into tier one, run DMC. I honestly think this is the most dangerous team in the league right now. Henry, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, both had great weeks. Pierce in Houston seems to be coming on strong. Um and then it has, you know, guys like Michael Gallup, who I'm interested to see what he's able to do. Amon Ross St. Brown didn't play this week, obviously, because he was hurt. So um, the only the only real problem is Russell Wilson. Now, he scored 27 points last week, but again, tonight, he's, he's playing pretty terribly. So I really think this team is in good shape. But, like, for example, if they were to face the Falcons in the playoffs – and Russell Wilson gets 13, and Lamar Jackson gets 30, that is a tough, tough way to start a matchup. So I really do think Russell Wilson, unless things turn around, he's kind of going to be the the problem with with this team. But I think they're super dangerous. What about bench depth for him? I feel like if he has one player go down. Well, you you got Chase Edmonds, who's good, not great. Wide receiver, I think he's fine. He's got Amari Cooper, yeah. Justin Jefferson, and I'm on our St. Brown. Obviously, you're going to probably prefer Jefferson and St. Brown, but, but Cooper's proven he could put up some numbers. And then guys like Robert Woods and Michael Gallup at wide receiver, like oh yeah, that's good. I think Deep. his I think his bench is is good. It's it's about as good as you're going to get in a 12 team league, honestly. So mm-hmm. um, maybe he should try and leverage some of those players to improve at quarterback. That would go a long way, um, but but we'll see. Uh, number two, Chubby Gurley's. I mean, this was a fall from grace. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Three I think we teams. Called it. We yeah, I think I think everybody did. Actually, I probably didn't. I probably bet on him. I think you actually did pick yeah, him. Yeah, I think else. I probably did. Um, but Kyler Murray scoring twenty two. That's good. Damian Harris scoring fifteen. Hate the Patriots backfield, but whatever. That was good. Jerry G scored fifteen. No other position player scored more than seven and a half points. The Packers D scored eight. That is not good. That's terrible. Najee Harris has been a huge disappointment for this team. Cordero Patterson, he scored 9.8, but obviously he's he's hurt now, so that's a bummer. And they had the Eagles D scoring 17 on their bench. They played the Packers D instead, so whatever. Off week, I think this is still a team that's somehow going to put up a lot of points, but but we'll see. And then finally, number one, leapfrogging into tier one is the blue lineman. Really, this is this team is Mahomes, Cooper Cup, and, and Saquon Barkley. Um, and that that's all you that's really, really need. really good, I mean, yes. Yeah, like I've, I've kind of said this before. If you can have three players who can basically guarantee you 20 points each, that's going to go a really long way towards helping you win the league. And, you know, Mahomes is uh, – He's QB4, averaging 23 points. Saquon Barkley's running back two, averaging 22. And Cooper Cup is wide receiver one, averaging 27.3. So that's that's pretty good. That's This team is going to be – now, 
I do not think the rest of the team is as strong as, say, DMC or even the Millennium Falcons after the injury to uh, Javante Williams. But, again, Cut, Barkley, and, and Mahomes is, is really, really strong. Um, the only I think the only threesome that can really compete for quarterback, running back, and wide receiver maybe DMC if they can get Russell Wilson playing like he has in the past. But it, so I think this team's in pretty good shape. Yeah, I thought I had the the combo with with Hertz and Taylor and either Allen or Hill, but it's just not panning out. Taylor. Well, I I think I think you know Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in fantasy right now. Nick Chubb is the number one running back. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's number five. Michael Thomas, I think, is the wild card for for my team, and I think that's another thing that can compete with those. If Thomas can average, you know, 20 points a game, it's going to be really hard to not bet against those four guys, even against Cup, Mahomes, and Barkley. So, Is he supposed to play this week? No, I don't think he's going to. Now, Man. we'll see. He's still questionable, but I don't think he's going to, which to me doesn't matter. I don't need yeah. him to play right now. I need him to play, you know, come playoff time. So I, I hope he takes as long as he needs, and then, you know, we'll we'll go from there. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. Those are the power rankings. Uh, following week four, um, let's see. We want to do some some trade talk. We want to do some matchup previews. Let's do some matchup previews. Matchup previews. Well, let me pull up our records real quick. Um, so it looks like if I think these are updated, I believe so. Will, you are nine and nine. So. Uh, Lassie is nine and nine, and I am seven and eleven. Ooh, that stinks. Yeah, that I, I took a, a big uh, a big jump this last week. I had a lot of wins. Why I don't did, you Why don't you lead us off then and, and pick first this time? I don't think you've uh, ever picked first. Okay, I will. I will. I got to get the actual uh, thing pulled up while I do that. Week six. All right. We have, um, let's start with the Dave Arandas versus Birdman. No, we're week five, dude. You're off because I play the Dave Arandas this week. Oh, whoops. That was week six. The Arandas versus the Millennium Falcons. Let's do that matchup. Um, I did pick the upset last week for Arandas, but not this week. Um, I believe the Falcons are going to win this one. Lamar Jackson and McCaffrey and Chubb take this one away. Interesting I, to see that Metcalf and Lockett are in the lineup together. There's no real we'll, options with Michael Thomas out. Yeah, so. we'll see how that pans out, but I still I still believe you're going to get the win. Yeah, I do too. I think, you know, Jackson, McCaffrey, Chubb are solid. Gerald Everett's been a pleasant surprise at tight end. And I do think with Lockett and Metcalf, it has seemed to be where one will go off and the other one will not. So I just hope one of them goes off and the other one can get me maybe 10 points. And I think if that's the case, I think I'll be fine. I think my team is better, especially at running back um, and, and quarterback, quite frankly, although Goff has played well. So I, I'm going with the Falcons on this one as well. 
Yeah, and who knew Geno Smith was going to be a better quarterback than Russ? <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked him up off waivers this week because I needed yeah. a backup QB, and he's probably going to be a better fantasy option than Russ. At least yeah. so far, that's definitely played out that way. So Insane. Insane. All right, next we have uh, Chubbies versus Birdman. Um, let's look at these matchups here. Um, I'm looking at it for the first time. Um, I am going to go with Birdman on this one. I think uh, Chubby's is going to get a second loss in a row, and Birdman's going to take it home. I actually agree with that. I think the same thing. Um, I think without Cordero Patterson, and then Damian Harris played well last week, I think I actually do think this team loses something. Najee Harris has been a huge disappointment. Yeah, very <clears> underwhelming. <throat> yeah, so – and also – I'm interested to see what Mark Andrews does against Cincinnati this weekend. Um, I think he'll score a lot of points, but I'm, I'm going to go with Birdman on this one as well. Cool. Uh, Lassie, Lassie texted me. He says he's picking Dave Arandas and Chubby Gurley's, and I'll, I'll keep you updated on what else he does. So you can you can put those in. Um, He already put his picks in, and it wasn't those. Oh, really? Mm, dang. <laughs> I was trying to get him to lose. Hurt his record a little bit. No, he already put his in. Dang. Well, I'm not even going to look at his. So. Oh, you're a liar. I caught you in the lie. I didn't look at him, though. So I'm still uh, picking honorably. Okay. We got uh, – let's see who we got next. We have Gangstas versus Not Your Average Joe. Toilet ball. Um, man, I think Gangstas has a decent team. And – I just think they need to put it all together. Montgomery is back in his lineup. We'll see how that works. Uh, but he took Pitts out because Pitts deserves to be on the bench. Agreed. Um, but I actually, I think I like, I'm going to go with Average Joe. Eckler, his team got so much better after that trade. Yeah. He was solid. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, Joe's as well. I think Jamar Chase has a solid week against Baltimore. I think Baltimore's going to put up quite a bit of points. I think Chase is going to help Cincinnati keep up. Uh, I like A.J. Brown. I think he's a really good player. Austin Eckler added to this team makes a huge difference. I can't believe Dave Arendas did that, but whatever. Um, we'll see what Aaron Jones does on a, a Sunday morning in London, but I, I think I like Joe's as well. Yes. Next, we have Funky Town Fellas versus the Blue Linemen. I think these two teams are really the top at the top of the leaderboard, um, and I, I just can't go against the Blue Linemen. I think with Mahomes, Barkley, and Cup, one of them one of them could even have a down week, and the other player is going to play really well. So I just don't think you can beat this team. Yeah, I'm actually going to go the other way. I'm going to go Funky Town this week. Leonard Fournette had a okay. pretty rough week last week, and That's I think it. he'll I think he'll bounce back. Um, <clears throat> I scored 18.4 18. points, but it was all receiving. So I think from a rushing perspective, he gets going again. Uh, I don't love Miles Sanders, but Christian Kirk has been a nice surprise. Hollywood Brown was the best player on uh, flexes and got traded off. Darren Waller, Mike Williams, look for him to score 40. Not really, but over 20, and we're going to count this in a win. I'll go off Hockey Town. Okay. And then we have Matty Ice versus Flexus. I got a lot of hate last week for picking the upset, and boy was I right on that one. 
Who, who did uh, you pick? I pick Aranda's over Flex's and got a lot of heat, and he scored 180 something points the most all year. So and then traded them away and traded the whole team. Hey, I, I just needed him to win that one week. That's true. You're right. You're right. Um, okay, um, we are recording this during the game, and as we all know, Hines got hurt early, but the defense has played well. So I'm going to pick my team. I think um, I think Hurts. And Hill are going to carry my team this week. I I agree. Actually, I think I also think Dalvin Cook has not performed very well. Tom Brady's been a pretty big disappointment. With you know, he he played well last week, really well. But I think he kind of regresses back to what he's been the first three weeks. Cream Hunt, you know, I've I've talked a lot about how I love Cream Hunt. I think he's a really good player. He hasn't scored more than ten points in a few weeks, and he plays against the Chargers, so who knows? I don't know. I'm going. I'm going. Matty Ice this week. All right, and then the last matchup is Run DMC against Daddy Kyle. Oh man! Again, we're getting a little bit of a of some help because Russ is playing right now and he is thinking it up, um, but. Even with that, I think this team has too much firepower and is going to beat Daddy Kyle because I love the combination of Henry and Pierce. Pierce as an RB2 is really good, and his wide receivers are too good too. I, I agree. I think this team's better. They're just better. So I'm going to go run DMC. All right. What is going on? Did a car just <laughs> come out in front of your house? I don't know what that was. Um, so we only had two different picks than John. So John picked Flexes, Funky Town, Joe, Bird, Falcons, and DMC. Flexes, Funky Town, Joe, Joe Bird, and DMC. And Falcons. So we all picked DMC. We all picked Falcons. We all picked Bird. We all picked Joe. And then we kind of deviate on the other two. All right. Did he pick himself? Flexus, did he, he pick himself? He, he picked himself. He has confidence. Bold move. Bold move. Bold. Bold move. All right, let's talk some trades. What do you think? Yeah, let's talk Yeah, let's talk some trades. The Really, the two biggest ones. Let me get those pulled up. All right, we so have... I think – I think let me let me talk through these. Let me talk through okay. these. Let's talk Flexes and Funky Town first, that first trade. Um, yep. Flexes acquired Kenneth Walker, Trevor Lawrence, and Deontay Johnson for Melvin Gordon, Marquise Brown, and Raheem Mostert. Who, who do you think won that one? Well, when Javante went down um, yeah, exactly. and, and Mostert is getting more carries, I really think Funky Town won. But I will say I had some inside trade information and uh, – Flexes was trying to flip one of those players to a different team to acquire somebody better, and that one didn't pan out. Well, what was that one? He was in the talks to get Austin Eckler. Um, and he was trying to get Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback to flip him to uh, Dave Arandas. Dang. Well, but it didn't didn't quite pan out. I really, like, I really like Devont, uh, Deontay Johnson. I'm a big fan of him. But the quarterback thing is kind of an issue. So I really do think 
the best player in this trade is Marquise Brown. Oh, yeah. I mean, Deontay Johnson's averaging just under 12 points a game. Yeah. I, I think this is this one has a clear winner. And and it's it's hindsight, right? Because Javante Williams going down really increased Melvin Gordon's value. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, th- this is a clear, clear winner. Uh, and even, even without Williams going down, I think Funky Town wins this trade. But, yes, the clear winner – Post injury is definitely funky town, mm-hmm. and the next trade. Do we even need to talk about it? Joe's won by a lot. Well, we we need to at least we need to share with everybody how bad this trade is. But okay, okay so, so Dave Aranda's. You got you go, it. Go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. No, you go. Ahead. Uh, no, you. Uh, not your average Joe gave up George Kittle, Jeff Wilson Jr., and Jared Goff. Which Jared Goff had a great week. We'll see if that continues. And then he got, from Dave Arandas, he got TJ Hawkinson, who had a monster week last week. Austin Eckler, who also scored three TDs last week. And then Devin Singletary, who has been a sneaky, pretty good RB2, I would say. Mm -hmm. He has gotten a lot more carries this year in the Bills' backfield than I think a lot of people expected, and I think he's the guy. And I think it's only going to continue. So, uh, like you said, there is a clear, no doubt winner. Average Joe's won this trade leaps and bounds. Like, even just player for player, every one of the players that he got was better than the other player. The yeah. only one, Kittle and Hawkinson is the only kind of maybe could go Dude, either but way. Even so, Kittle's averaging. He hasn't been good. Yeah. He's averaging less than six points a game so far. His so position Kittle, rank is. 45. Now, the position mm-hmm. rank is in large part because he missed the first two games. But in the next two games, 6.8 and 4.4 points, that is not what you would expect. Now, he can turn around, but that's still crazy to me. Well, and Jeff Wilson game... Jr., he's averaging, yeah. he's averaging 10.6. And even when he's been the featured back the last couple weeks, he hasn't scored more than 13.5 points. It's just... I don't, I don't understand why someone makes this trade. Obviously, they want Jared Goff. Obviously. But but that's a ton to give up to get Jared Goff. Why Why do you need a quarterback that bad? You don't. You just don't. You're giving up way too many skill players that can put up points in key positions. I don't – I just – I never would do a I, trade for see, a quarterback. I, I kind of disagree because I do think having a really good quarterback – well, well, yeah, but okay, this isn't a really good quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's a good point. That's what's now. If, to say, if I guess you throw depends. if you throw Lamar in this, or, or Patrick or Mahomes, Hurts, or Josh or, Allen, or Jalen Hurts, yeah, yeah those that's guys, totally, yeah. totally different. Yeah. But it's not. No, I you're agree. getting a guy who is a streamer at best right now. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe. that's that's way too strong. He's not a streamer at best. He's playing maybe, very well. Maybe a quarterback two right now. Dude, he's he's averaging twenty two a game. Don't don't give me that. Now, let's take a look at his games. 14.9, which is not very good for a quarterback. 26, which is pretty good. 13.8, not very good. And 34.1, which is great. So he's definitely been hot or cold. I would I would not say he's a streamer, but he's definitely been hot or cold. In a 12-team league, I would much prefer to have him in one of my starting lineups than, you know, 
someone else. But yeah, no, he's not Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes or Josh. And I think <laughs> only only those guys, top five, maybe top seven quarterbacks, do I insert in this trade? And still, I'm iffy on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hawkinson's going to be in the top uh, four. Uh, tight ends forever because he scored 40 points last week. Yeah, had a really good week. <laughs> uh, and that's going to carry him to be in the top four for a long time. Yeah. And Eckler obviously came back around, got in the end zone three times. His volume was good. And then, like I said, Devin Singletary is the guy for the Bills right now. Yeah. So clear, clear winner there. I just, I still am baffled. Still baffled. Yeah. So uh, I got a text from Lassie earlier today that you were included on. Yes. And it's because you guys are always on fantasy football Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it said this, I blew up a dynasty roster today. Gave away Saquon, Alvin Kamara, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, Tyler Lockett, and Jahan Dotson. And again, this is a tweet he's quoting. Received T. Higgins, C.D. Lamb, two 2023 firsts. One 2024 first, one 2023 second. And, Will, I think you can only do that in what type of league? A dynasty league. You can only do that in a dynasty league. See, here's here's what would be amazing. I have Javante Williams. Had I dropped him. I had Javante Williams. He gets hurt. He's out for the season. I'm currently sitting first in the league. He adds no value to me this year. Honeycutt, do you think a team like – I don't know, someone who's fringe playoff might want to trade me a pick for Javante Williams or trade me a current player, excuse me, not a pick, a current player for Javante Williams that they can stash then Javante Williams on their bench so that next year they don't have to use a draft pick on a pretty good running back. Wouldn't that make sense? I mean, they could trade I, me a player now, get Javante Williams for next season, boom, we're all set. I'm like middle of the pack, and I would I'm interested. It depends. Yeah, so these next two weeks could really depend on what direction it goes, and I would be interested in that. So, for example, you have Keenan Allen, Javante Williams for Keenan Allen, whatever. Like, well, it doesn't matter. Any of those trades might work, or you're like, oh, I really need Javante Williams. I'll make the playoffs this year. You could trade him for a second or third round pick, like, and I would gladly do that because he adds no value to me this season, and I want to increase my value when my team is one of the better ones in the league. So just a thought, you know, just a thought. Question for you as we're on this topic. What uh, what round pick would you be wanting in return for Williams? Third, fourth, or are you wanting like a first or second? No, I'd probably want a player now, right? So Okay. Um, but, for example, we could do a package where I could get Jonathan Taylor right now, right? Like I could do sure. – I could give you Javante Williams. I could give you my first-round pick for next season. I could give you Tyler Lockett. You're like, oh, well, Tyler Lockett would probably be my flex or whatever. Javante yeah, Williams, I, I stash that. for next I, I want I that first-round pick. <laughs> and you get my first-round pick, and then I get Jonathan Taylor. Now I wouldn't make that trade this season because he's been doo-doo. But you get my point. It yeah, opens yeah. up a whole new realm of possibilities where I can improve my team. I don't have to waste this really good player that I drafted in the second round. Someone else can stash him for next season if they're out of the playoff race. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. I would definitely be looking to do that with Keenan Allen, who's a little bit older player. But when right. he comes back, he could he could do well the second half of the season. And he could add a lot of value to a team at the top of the league who really yeah. needs some help. 
So, and I would love to get a good high round pick for him. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's an older so, player. Don't really want him on my dynasty long term. That type it, of thing. It would work perfect. Yep. So, anyways, there's our plug for Dynasty League. Let's get with the get with the picture there, folks. Um, anything else that we need to talk about? I mean, some there's some injuries for sure that have. We don't need down. to go over those. Those are stupid. People get hurt. Blah blah blah. Your team should still be good. If- I said that's someone who experienced but, a significant injury this year. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Well, that is um, a good a good point for us to just say good luck out there, fantasy people. Hope you don't have any more injuries on your team. Agreed. Let's seek the win-win and let's go for the dynasty league. So let's let's do it. I want to do it. it. I want to do it. Yes. Think about all those injured players that we just did not talk about and we skipped over that you could be trading right now because someone would want to stash them for next season. Oh my gosh. That is so true. So true. So who who are the injured players? Javante Williams, who else? Who else? Who's that for the year? Well, let's talk about this. Um man, let's see. I, I drew a blank. Um I was about to make a, an ultimate team of injured players that someone could trade for in the, in the Dynasty League. Well, Taylor was out this week, but it's probably just one week. Um, Allen has been out for like four weeks. Those are people on my team. The, there's some other All right, here we go. Here we go. Cordell, so, Cordell Patterson went down. He went to IR. He's out for like five weeks. Yeah. Javante Williams. Javante Williams. <clears throat> Tua is out for the foreseeable future. Trey Lance. Um, Sterling Shepard. Sammy Watkins, uh, John Mechie might be an interesting mm-hmm. player there. Uh, James Washington, uh, Nikhil Harry, my boy. Just kidding. Not really. Um, yeah, that's there's a bunch of players on IR. But anyways, there, there could be a huge list of people who you, know, you could trade for this season. If someone else gets hurt, snap them, snap them up. Yeah, man, I just – this Thursday night game, man, what a thriller this Thursday night game is. Nine to a, six in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and Russell it's Wilson awful. stinks. Yeah, Russell Wilson stinks. So. Their whole team stinks. Yeah. I so. think they just gave all – the Colts just, I think, fumbled again. There, yeah, this is a Which, I love it because I have the Denver <laughs> defense, which is awesome. All right, well, guys, <clears throat> that was a good breakdown. We went through that pretty quick, um, but join us for next week as we might get our other co-host back, and we will see how the week goes. Good luck out there, fantasy football managers, and keep it chilly, my friends. Take the one win, dive the league.